Welcome to this episode of the podcast, Guess What You're Gonna Hate. I'm Janine. And I'm Kate. And this is a podcast about exposing someone to the grinchiest and sometimes jolliest, but mostly grinchy pop culture of the 2000s. I had a lot of fun talking music with you, even though I didn't really know anything about Suvion Stevens. And I think I was kind of taking the lead on four minutes to save the world. But I feel like this one is something we can both do. And that is... Lady Gaga. Hey, this is great. We survived Y2K. I can't wait for the pop culture headed my way. It's the very worst. I'm just saying Paris Hilton deserves better. Also the best. Shrek won an Oscar. Pop culture of the 2000s. It's Guess What You're Gonna Hate with Janine and Kate. Really enjoy Lady Gaga, like even like current iteration of Lady Gaga, where she's just like trying to be an actress and weird. I just I appreciate that, but like I also appreciate original Lady Gaga, where she was trying to be a disco ball and weird. I admire balls to the wall crazy Gaga. I admire meat dress Gaga, and to be fair, that was 2010. But that was kind of like peaking towards her craziness. Like the 2000s was building it up. We were getting there. Yeah, I can't remember if it was before 2010 or after even that year when she like came to like the VMAs like in an egg. But I wish I liked that. <laughs> when did Telephone come out? That's the best Lady Gaga song, I think. Yeah, that's the one she did with Beyonce, right? It's also like kind of the best Beyonce song, too. It's just like a good song. I mean, like Crazy and Laugh's great, but like. Telephone featuring Beyonce by Lady Gaga. It's just like, and it's 2009, so we can talk about it. Yeah, that's a great fucking video because they're both wearing stupid hats. They're in that fucking yellow pickup truck from Kill Bill that says like... Pussy wagon. Pussy wagon. I was going to say pussy crusher, and I was like, that's not right. (laughs) And then like, and like, they're just like murdering their husbands. And I'm like, yes, yes, Gaga, yes. I'm here for it. There's poisoned Miracle Whip, I think. Fantastic. I think she's just telling you not to eat Miracle Whip ever because it's it's garbage. I like Miracle Whip, but that's because I'm from Oklahoma and I'm trash. I think it's like a legal mandate that you have to like Miracle Whip. If you're from Oklahoma? Yes. Yeah, it is. Like It's, um, <laughs> it's actually on my birth certificate. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, The Fame Monster was a really good album. And I remember everyone was just like super into like dance pop at the time. And uh, she released a not so good follow up. But that didn't happen in the in the aughts. So we can't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, and I'm fine with not talking about Bad it. Bad Romance is such a good song. Oh, it Poker is good. Poker Face is such a good song. And did you know that Telephone was originally written for Britney Spears? It feels like it a little bit. It was written for Circus, which was also a pretty good Spears album. Uh, well, the songs were, like, the singles were good. I actually didn't listen to the album. I listened to, to The Fame Monster a lot. Yeah, I did too, actually, because, like, everything was, like, I'm not going to say everything was good because, like, uh... I'm looking at the track listing, and actually, all the songs are pretty good. I was like, yeah, I was about to be like, what's a, what's, I guess, Love Game isn't my favorite. Yeah, I like So Happy You Could Die. I could die. I don't know. There's just like a lot of good songs on that on that fucking album. And Telephone, like I said, is a bop. It is. I'm thinking, what would it be like if Gaga sang? We didn't sing the song. I know. I was gonna say, what would it be like if she sang Twelve Days of Christmas? Because like, well, I think also it depends. Because no, now I'm she sings. We didn't sing the song. I know. I, what I'm saying is like as a way to segue into it is I'm thinking... No, what I'm saying... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what if she's saying the 12 days of Christmas? It'd, it'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa, 12 days of Christmas. <laughs> yeah, perfect. It'd just be just the fucking song of Bad Romance. It'd be the beat of Bad Romance. That makes sense. That's how that's how people do covers of songs, right? They just yeah. sing, it, <laughs> sing the lyrics to the, the beat of an existing song by them. 
Now I'm just thinking of uh, instead of ro- uh, bad romance, it goes fa la 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 fa oh, la, no. la 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 deck the halls. Mistletoe. That's what I was gonna say, but it's just like I committed. I committed. Well, let's do it. Let's get in there. Let's do Lady Gaga proud. I'm not good. White Christmas. (laughs) That works better. Yeah, that one's good. But yeah, okay. So just to, but I'm not doing. Okay, fuck. Let's just do this. Okay. Okay. One, two, three. On the eighth day of trash, mess my podcast up immediately. Eight little monsters, seven swans a singing, six Healy spinning, five Drucker hats. Four minutes left, three brothers, two simple girls, and an ogre with a donkey. I need you to know I fucked it up immediately, Janine. When you took your headphones <laughs> off, I immediately started to say 12th day of Trashmas, and then I was like, fuck, fuck, and then I just, like, jumped right back in. I'm I'm the best at this. I'm a fucking consummate. I know. You're really good at this. Actually, whenever I have to sync our audio together, I'm like, wow, Kate's the real star here. Lady Gaga. Um, Academy Award nominated in our day, but back then, just a fucking weirdo. A weirdo. But honestly, I mean, she had a fan base before the fame monster, because I think before that, wasn't the album before that just the fame? It really, but she got real big, like, right. Like, you know, when the fame monster came out, that's when everything just went. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, the fame monster is just a reissue of the fame because it's like a double. Oh, it's a reissue. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So what does that mean? Why, why reissue? They just, like, basically took, like, the original album, which came out in 2008, and then they put a bunch of remixes mm-hmm. on it and made it a double album and re- reissued it as the Fame Monster. Oh. Because... Well, I definitely came in with the Fame Monster. I did not listen to just the Fame. A super deluxe edition released on December 15th, 2009, holds additional merchandise, including a lock from Lady Gaga's wig. Fantastic. Where do you get one of those? <laughs> Which wig? It, like, acting like it's, like, her only fucking wig. It's just, like, no, they just, like, faking gave you some, like, synthetic hair. Just Fan- the wig. Fantastic. Yeah, I mean, like, if how could you even prove that it came from the same wig? Or how many super deluxe editions were, like, if there's, like, six, then I believe it's from, like, the wig. But, like, if there's, like, 600, I'm like, there's not enough hair in that wig. Also, how do you display a, a single lock of wig hair. Shadow box. Yeah, but like, Shadow I mean, box. hair is is like, it's not like something you, I guess, if you, are you gluing it to it? Are you like tying it in a ribbon and, and. It was like you tie it in like some like very shiny ribbon and then you like pin it into a shadow box. So you go like way. full Victorian style, like creepy box of hair style. Oh, better. Like one of those like mourning necklaces people would make with like their dead relative's <laughs> hair. But like inside, but they're like, oh my God, what is that? And it's like, it's a lock of Lady Gaga. Yeah. What I want to know what those people are doing 11 years on, or I guess this is 10 years on with their Lady Gaga wig hair. What are they doing? The Super Deluxe Fame Monster Pack is the name of a limited edition of the Fame Monster released on December 15, 2009. I found Gagapedia. The special edition had a 10,000 copy print limit. I don't fucking believe that all of those... I mean, like, no, you can't get 10,000 locks of hair out of one wig. (laughs) What if the locks are literally just, like, one strand? That's not a lock, though. And it's not enough fucking pieces of wig. Like, I'm sorry. Like, that's... I don't think you can split a single wig into... 10,000 pieces unless you like really finely cut it up and I don't think that that's true it's gotta be one of Lady Gaga's wigs or like in parentheses like one of a wig that looks like Lady Gaga's and it's just like no actually we just we just cut a bunch of the hairs off a bunch of Barbies (laughs) oh my god they just they just they just scalped 10,000 Barbies (laughs) oh no (laughs) 
It's a metaphor. I don't know if you know this, but I remember I was like, I was trying to remember if any celebrity had ever had their hair cut by a fan because I felt like that was something that had happened, but I don't think it did because I couldn't find anything. But did you know that celebrity hair collecting is like a thing? Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> how much How much would you pay for a hair sample from like, I don't know, Suvion Stevens? Um, is he aware that I'm getting it? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Like still like still not a lot. Well then no. Like if he knows that I'm some like if he knows like the name of some creep with his hair, then it's not gonna fucking happen. No. Um no. Uh I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I just I feel like as soon as hair is detached from a person, it's super gross. You know? I'm not like oh I'm like someone's got a beautiful haircut. I'm like, ooh, great. But like Am I going to go for the hair on the floor? No. Like, it's only when it's on the head that it's cool. Now I can sweep up all that hair. That's my my controversial opinion. Hair stays on the head. Hot takes from Janine. <laughs> <laughs> hair stays on the head. But yeah, people buy celebrity hair. It's like a thing. But anyway, you know what? I bet Gaga would buy celebrity hair. Gaga would buy, like, so much celebrity hair and then, like, turn it into a weird dress yeah but that like the 2000s gaga would have done that nowadays gaga doesn't have to do anything like crazy like it's kind of it's kind of boring to be honest i miss kermit dress kermit dress was got good i'm gonna look up lady gaga current fashion <laughs> and like tell you if i see anything wild one thing wild she did do kind of recently i feel like she just like didn't wear pants to a yankees game and i'm like that's gross i mean i'm always like if you can pull it off then whatever oh kermit kermit frog dress was 2009. Okay, no, she did wear something, like, really fucking weird in 2018. What was it? It was, like, an all-leopard print outfit, but, like, really oversized, and she's wearing, like, those tiny, like, little, little Dua Lipa uh, sunglasses. Oh. Also, did you know that Lady Gaga's, like, very short? I think I had heard that. Like, I didn't hear it until, like, last year, and I was felt, like, very betrayed, because, like, I don't know what it is about Lady Gaga that makes her just seem like seven feet tall, but like she seems like she should be like seven foot tall, but she's like my fucking height. What were those heels? Didn't Gaga wear a very specific heel shape that was like rounded on top? Yeah, it was like rounded on top and it didn't have the heel thing. Yeah, it was very, very weird. Um, But like that was Gaga. But the thing is, she's not really who's who's really taking place of Gaga now. Who's days. Yeah. Is anybody really just going out there with their outfits? Like Billie Eilish, but like not like out there with her outfits, but just like being the weird sing- new singer. Yeah. Billie Eilish, she just like got um, roasted because she said she didn't like Lady Gaga's meat dress. But, ever- but like, I'm like, yeah, she's a 17 year old vegan. Yeah. I mean, why would you like a dress that's just meat? I mean, like, it's gross. It's gross anyway. I remember when that happened. And honestly, like. I just, I miss that. I miss the wildness. And I love the Fame Monster. I actually listened to it so much when we went to my sister's apartment to help her set it up. Like, when she moved in, I was listening to it, basically the whole album, on my little iPod, plugged in, (laughs) plugged into the speakers, just listening to it on repeat. And then my dad was, like, exciting, excitedly explaining the plot of the songs to other people, which is, like, amazing. Because, like, if you're listening to the song, like, they're not complicated songs like no. you you know what's happening but he you was you can so, figure it out but like you know what let him shine he was so shine. excited to explain uh, on telephone he was like he's like listen to the lyrics listen to what they're saying listen to how they, they know see you can call all you want 
but she's not going to answer the phone because you yeah, know because she's at the club and she's, she's that at the bub. club. And I'm like, yeah, dad. He's he's like, but no, you don't understand. Like the bub is champagne. She, she, yeah, he's like, she knows you're going to call her, but she's not going to answer. I'm like, I and know. Here's the thing: no matter how much you call her, that's not going to make her put down that drink any faster exactly. or go home any faster. <laughs> One thing I do want to say about the thing about telephone is that does not make sense in like the current world. Is that like because this guy's calling her so much, Beyonce's like, I should have left my phone at home. This is a disaster. I'm like, fucking turn your phone yeah. off, girl. <laughs> phone at home because this is a disaster. It's just like, dude, how's it like turn your phone off, block him for a bit, put your phone on, do not disturb. Like, this does not have to ruin your night, B. <sighs> and then when you get home, you tell Jay Z that that was unacceptable. <laughs> Uh, anyway i'm just looking at the 2009 iphone because i was like what phone are they calling on like you know they're celebrities they had iphones just like this chunky little bastard like controlling your life that's this is the iphone not the guy you're talking to <laughs> i don't know he could be trim and hot but like <laughs> trim and hot no i'm ending this, this is over. <laughs> okay well um as if Beyonce was not talking to someone who was trim and or hot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they have to be at least one I mean, or the I don't other. know. Gaga's weird. She could have been whatever. <laughs> yeah, but, like, that that fucking... But Beyonce's singing the part where the guy's blowing up her phone. And, like, Beyonce does not give her number to toads. <laughs> I wish she would. Actually, no. I, I wouldn't text Beyonce. I have no business speaking to her. I have no business even thinking about Beyonce. Yeah, I'm like, honestly, at this point, I just gotta call it. Anyway, The Fame Monster is a good album. I recommend it. And also, yeah, like, I'm not, I'm not really like a monster per se, but that's what people called themselves as Lady Gaga fans. Little monsters. Little monsters. Which is just like, cute. Yeah, adorable. You can find us online at a lot of places and on Patreon and you should pay us one. (laughs) Actually, uh, I don't want to, I know I normally don't get political and I try to avoid it, but we were going to do an episode about Harry Potter and we decided not to because of J.K. Rowling's remarks on twitter and and i just want to encourage everybody uh to donate to trans lifeline or other lgbt supporting groups and reach out to your trans friends and support them and you can still enjoy harry potter because the best harry potter uh fiction is actually fan fiction yes and uh fan we know (laughs) we know (laughs) feel free to enjoy harry potter fan content and there's nothing wrong with reading your harry potter books that you've already purchased but fuck joanne Fuck, fuck Joanne. If you're one of our listeners and you're trans, just know we support you and we condemn what J.K. Rowling said. If you don't think trans people are people or you don't think trans women are women or you don't think trans men are men, then I don't want you to listen to my podcast. And that's that. That's the tea. Fuck off. (laughs) Anyway, give us money. (laughs) (laughs) And thanks so much to Paul Ryberg of Plug In Missing and The Minute Pod for our awesome theme song. Kate, go enjoy your hero. It's a euro, and I will. Okay. (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye, friendo. Bye.